Thank you for listening to today's message. Avenue Church is a Christian church located in Las Vegas. For more information, visit avenuechurch.cc. Enjoy the message. For being here on this Father's Day. And uh, we're just thrilled what God is doing here at church. And uh, so it is due day, and, and we have a dude panel, so I'm excited for that. After this worship experience, so I do want to reiterate, we have Growth Track, steps three and four. And if this is your first time joining Growth Track, join us for the first time. We've had people graduate on step two, and they've completed all four steps. But I encourage you to jump into Growth Track. Also, we're done with groups for the summer. Some groups are continuing on, but i got to tell you, i got to celebrate 75 people joined a group in this season, which is incredible. That's an incredible number. It's an incredible thing that just to see people getting connected. We want to take you beyond the Sunday morning experience. Also, we have a dude panel today, so help me get excited. Uh, I'm just going to pick some dads in the crowd. I'm, gonna, I'm joking, totally kidding. I'm going to call up some hand-selected dads that we have here. So as I say their name, give them applause because they are some incredible dads from different walks of life. So the first dad is Cody Jones. Give it up for Cody. And then we got Mario Castro. Come on up here, Mario. All right. We have Matt Blevins. Come on over here, Matt. I'm sorry, I didn't, we don't have Matt Blevins. Will you give it up for Matt Blevins? I didn't call you out, huh? I, I never pre. I'm so sorry. Give it up for Matt Blevins. I just embarrassed him. Give it up for Tony Cooper. Tony Cooper. Ryan Amelie, if I say that right. Amile Amelie. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Matt. Uh, we have Brian Wilhelm. Brian. We got Robert Capazzoli. Give it up for Robert Capazzoli. My goodness. And that is six men, six dads on the panel this morning. And so one more time, give it up for our dude panel. Have a seat, guys. Grab a microphone. Have a seat. Make sure your microphones are on with the green light. And we're going to ask you one question at a time, but real quick, just per child. Good luck. I'm Robert Capazzoli. I have one daughter who is seven months this month. So. Mm. That's awesome. How about you, Brian? I'm uh, Brian Wilhelm. I have uh, three children. The ages are... <laughs> they grow. <laughs> they grow. Okay, uh, 20, 28, 29... And I want 34. All right, yes, he did it. He did it. Close enough, yeah. Ryan. I forgot to write that on the question so you could come prepared. Keep you on your toes. All right, uh, I'm Ryan Omley. I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old, both boys. All right. Anthony Cooper, I got three, uh, 24, 23, and 21. Nice, all right. Even Two Mar girls and a boy, sorry. <laughs> Mario Castro, I have four. I got a ooh, 12, 15, 18, and 20. Nice. Hi, I'm Cody Jones. I have two daughters, ages 19 and 11. All right, wonderful. So as you can see, we have just a great context, great different walks of life from all these different dudes, different men, different fathers. And so we're going to just jump into some questions here this morning. And so, Cody, I'm going to give you the first question. After being away on business or just working long hours, what is your favorite or best way to reconnect with your family? 
Um, I've been pretty, in the past, I was really kind of guilty of working long, long hours, um, six days a week, 10 to 12 hours, and uh, was taking its toll on my daughter. And my wife brought it to my attention because she's an amazing wife. And uh, I cut that out. You know, I realized that she just needed quality time with dad. That was more important than the ballet and all the dance classes and all the stuff. So, um, but when I'm gone, one of the things I really like to do is just have family dinner time, you know, hang around the table, eat, yeah. uh, figure out what's been going on for the week and what's going on in their lives and just, mm -hmm. just hang out, man, and be a family. Mm -hmm. That's great. Being intentional is just key for being a, a dad as well. And so how about the same question to Mario? What, when you're away on business, how do you reconnect? Or what's your favorite way of reconnecting with your family? Well, they do work long hours pretty much every day as well. Mm -hmm. But we come home, we make dinner together most of the time, and be able to sit and we actually pray and eat together. And that's a big part is just being able to wow. pray and eat together. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. That's challenging. So thank you for that, Mario. Next question would be for Anthony Cooper. And uh, Anthony, what do you enjoy most about being a dad? How has your life changed the most since becoming a father? It's kind of crazy because, like, uh, I got married when I was 17, and I had my first child uh, at 19. Mm. So I was already, I was a kid myself, um, raising a kid. Um, and I think my outlook uh, was different um, because, you know, I would look around, I'd see these dads, and I'm like, oh, that guy's, wow, that's really super intense. But then I started realizing myself that if, you know, I'm not intense myself, you know, in certain situations, then it might affect the way my kids grow up. So what I had to learn to do was basically balance being a disciplinarian mm -hmm. with being, you know, a father. Because we can, you can discipline a kid, but then you can also be a father to mm -hmm. a kid and say, yeah, okay, you got that scratch. It's a badge of honor. Cool. <laughs> sweet. I got one right here, you know, whatever. But it really comes to a point that nowadays I see dads and it's, it's almost as back and forth with their kids. And it's like, it's so weird to me because like as a kid myself, I didn't really, it, it was almost like when we started fighting, I was worse than they were. And now I'm like, stop it. I don't want to talk about it. And they're like, okay, dad, cool. But then it was like, no, -uh, you are, no, -uh, you are, no, -uh, you are. So, yeah, I think my outlook, I just got a little more responsible. Mm -hmm. That's good. How about uh, Robert here? He just had a child. And so, Robert, same question for you. What, what do you enjoy most about being a father? How has your life changed uh, by becoming a father? Minus the lack of sleep and whatnot. But, yeah, how has your life changed since being a dad? You know, so it was, uh, again, being a young father, first child, you know, um, you know, leading up to the pregnancy and all that, there was such a, um, a mindset of, you know, what, what is a father, right? And is there a, there's a handbook to it? No, there's not, you know? And I think when we brought her home and the nurses are gone, the doctors are no longer there, not checking on you every hour, <laughs> and you put the key in the lock and you walk in and you're like, this, this is real, okay? This is it. And my wife and I, like, we're just going to do it together, you know? We're going to figure this out, you know? And uh, now watching my daughter grow, and she's only seven months, uh, nothing is more enjoyable than when I open that door and just the same as when I brought her home with that large smile on her face, mm -hmm. you know, and then as when I know, like, I'm doing, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm dad, you know, yeah. and I'm doing it right. So yeah. uh, I think that's just my biggest enjoyment. And yeah. I will say that it is a, 
everyday learning experience, you yeah. know, and uh, like I was saying earlier, you could be 24, 34, 44, and, you know, it's, you're still learning, you know, mm. so uh, I know I'm not alone in that, so it's good. <laughs> yeah. For uh, dads with teenagers, do they still smile when you walk in the door? <laughs> no. <laughs> As adults, they're just, they're just like, whatever. I got my car, dad, I'm out. Uh, Brian, we're going to ask Brian a question. Have you always been the spiritual leader in your home? And what does the spiritual leadership look like in your home? Well, first of all, uh, being a spiritual leader in your home is, uh, like for myself, to be honest with everybody, I wasn't always the, uh, the spiritual leader. I've always had felt that I was a leader amongst, like, the community uh, or in church, but as far as with my family, I, had, I was struggling. Uh, I'm with a, we're a blended zone between, between the kids and myself. So uh, that was a challenge right there. And it's all turned out to be so great. Uh, yeah. we, are, well, right, we are like, I feel the most blessed family <laughs> at Avenue because, I mean, everything is, is, is wonderful. And it's just like, what, what made it that, and I believe what made it to get to this point was uh, our Father, our, our godly Father who, uh, mm-hmm. who has really blessed us and brought us together as one unit, one family. <laughs> and, and I think it's terrific, and uh, that's about it. That's awesome. I think that's good for us. Yeah, because that's an encouragement for all of us dads is that. How do we have that balance between the bad guy and the spiritual leader, you know, the disciplinarian and the spiritual leader? And just hearing someone like Brian say, I wasn't always that spiritual leader. I was a leader, but I was that spiritual leader. And that just helps me to learn from him to say, how can I adjust? How can I take from Brian? And to even ask him after this worship experience, what can I do as a dad? I'm going to ask Cody. Cody, what are some practical things? Uh, you do, or have you seen done to lay a foundation in your in your two girls' faith, in your children's faith? What works for you, and what doesn't? So I grew up in a in a household where faith really wasn't taught; mm-hmm. it was expected. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. You're going to do it, and that's it. We didn't have conversations about faith and and things like that, you know. So I didn't want to instill that in, in my children. Um, I wanted to teach them by example. I wanted to have conversations with open dialogue mm-hmm. and to, for them to feel comfortable to ask questions. And when they're struggling with their faith, to say, hey, Dad, you know, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. And to be able to have that conversation where we, where we communicate freely without judgment. And so I think that that's been huge, is not putting that pressure mm. of faith and religion and this is what's expected, and mm-hmm. ruling over them with a heavy hand. Yeah. And um, I've seen them just blossom. Yeah. You know, their faith, I know, is theirs. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. That's great. Taking our kids from, yeah, go ahead. You can give them an applause for that. <laughs> Taking our kids from, you know, this is mom and dad's God into their own personal Savior and ushering that, not forcing it, but developing that in their lives. So Mario, Mario has boys and girls. And so Mario, are boys different to raise than girls? And what's a father role in raising a daughter? <laughs> Hello, take your time, man. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Boys are a lot different than raising girls. <laughs> boys, I tend to 
Yeah, go ahead, figure it out, and you'll be okay. <laughs> Girls, I'm kind of like real protective, and I didn't just kind of go over there. Walk this way, walk this side. <laughs> I, <laughs> I kind of stand by their side and just kind of uh, mm -hmm. just watch, really protect them, just keep my eyes open. But the boys, I do, I just, you'll be okay, figure it out, fix it on your own. Mm -hmm. If you need help, call me. <laughs> Other than that, call your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Robert, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, what is your best piece of advice regarding marriage? You know, I learned, uh, again, being married very young, you know, um, and, I mean, again, that's just another, you know, door that, you know, it's a day-by-day -day process and all that. And uh, to me, the, the one word is communication, you know. Uh, not shutting each other out, you know. You, you know as a guy, you kind of want to, you know, I don't want to talk about it. Just, you know, mm -hmm. leave it in. And from my personal experience, that's what really caused us to have issues, was not talking about it. Um, and just at one point, you know, there's a boiling point, right? And it, you just explode. And mm -hmm. um, now I find that, you know, we are constantly going back and forth on the, if, if she doesn't want to talk about it, I'm like, no, we said we were going to do that. You know, we said we are going to bring <laughs> that up. And then I do it, you know. And, but I really think, um, you know, the, the communication and, just, I mean, that, that is your accountability partner. She mm -hmm. keeps you, uh, your integrity in line. She, you know, she keeps me focused. And I think we, we balance each other out in that way. But mm -hmm. especially as being new parents, if we didn't have that communication like we do now, mm -hmm. it, it would be, be real chaos. Mm -hmm. yeah. Robert learned two words. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> real fast, yeah. Same question for you. <laughs> Same question for Ryan Omley. Uh, what's your best piece of advice regarding marriage? Uh, we went to a marriage retreat like a couple years after we were married, and the best advice I got and the, the, my biggest takeaway there was to not have expectations on each other in the marriage. Um, so the way our family unit runs is she stays home with the kids. Mm -hmm. And so it's, um, there's a balance as the father that's away all day at work to come mm -hmm. home. If I come home mm -hmm. and I expect that you know the dishes are done and dinner is made every day um, because she's staying home and it doesn't happen now we're gonna have an argument about it whereas if I don't have expectations and I just mm. trust that she's being the mother and the wife that she's supposed to be at home then when she does make dinner I appreciate it and I'm grateful mm. um, same thing if she's had a long day and she expects me to take the kids for bedtime and then I do it she's like okay he did what he was supposed to do mm. but if she's not expecting me to do it and I do it then it's an act of love mm -hmm. and she can be grateful and thankful for what I've done yeah. so. that's excellent good man that's excellent Anthony Cooper, you ready for this? Thinking in terms of actions, not words, what speaks respect to you? What makes you feel disrespected? Man, that's just not a father thing. That's a whole world thing right now. Um, I think as a dad, just uh, not acknowledging that, you know, you're, you're in the room for that second. You know, like, kid comes home, had a bad day at school, but just, like, <laughs> walks upstairs. No. That doesn't work with me. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's going on? Because here's the thing. If that kid goes upstairs and does that, mm -hmm. now not only are they stewing coming in the door and being upset upstairs, but it sets a precedence for the whole evening. Mm -hmm. So when they come down to eat, you're like, oh, what's going on? What's wrong? Nothing. Nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, there's something wrong. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that, I think that's my thing. That mm -hmm. and being in public when 
like I said in the past, kids try to make deals with their parent. Like at Walmart, you're at Walmart, and this kid's, Dad, if you get me this, I'll be good all day long. No, you will be good whether I get that for you or not. And I'm not going to get it for you. Okay, fine, here. No, I wouldn't do that. That's messed up. No, no. Give him a hand real quick. That's awesome. What is it? Uh, bedtime is like reverse hostage negotiation. If you just go to sleep, I'll meet your demands, right? Uh, one last question for our due panel. Brian Wilhelm, how do you handle conflict resolution in your home? Do you have any ground rules? Well, the, that has happened. We've had <laughs> conflicts before, and what, what we have found to work best was, okay, let's everybody get together in the living room. Let's, we're going to have a meeting here, mm. the family meeting, and it's to where, okay, what, what is making you angry or what, what is making you upset with us? Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's, let's talk this all out. You know, why do you hate us so much? <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, and, and <laughs> what we end up doing is, 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 is communicating. And that's the biggest thing is be able to sit down and everybody communicate mm. to resolve these issues. And uh, that's has worked good to where uh, find something positive mm -hmm. after you've after you've got out all this negative stuff. Okay, let's work on the positive stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's let's work on what what's good about what what you're doing in your life and what's going on with you. And this is what we're going to do as parents to try to to meet to meet your expectations yeah. or to meet uh, you know to help you. Uh, figure out what it is that you're, you're trying to figure out, mm. and uh, which has worked well in our family. And uh, after it's all said and done with, we're all hugging and crying, and, mm -hmm. and everybody's getting, the, you know, we're, we're, we're yeah. on a step forward. Yeah. yeah. Wow, give him a hand. That's awesome. Give him the old compliment sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Compliment you're awesome. First, I'm going to smack you. Compliment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, dudes, will you stand up, please, fathers? And I want you guys to give our dude panel a hand. Thank you for listening to today's message. 